Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago. And in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. Montana. Welcome in. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. I'm Coulter Nuanas, coming to you from the Northwest Motorsports Studio. Thanks so much for being here with us on a Wednesday and uh, a ton to get to as we do each and every day. We try to jam-pack this show for you all the time. That's my favorite thing to do. Talk to other people about sports and just the world at large. So we'll do exactly that today. Hope you're having an outstanding day, an outstanding week. It was uh, pretty scary out there this morning. My goodness, I think that for all of the complaints about the roads, it was the anywhere you were trying to walk. <laughs> that was even more tenuous. Uh, if you've been paying attention, following along, you know me, Coulter Nuanas, and our producer, Andrew Houghton. We uh, share a house together as well. And uh, 
when I left this morning, I left probably 45 minutes after Andrew, and I had to trace his footsteps up the side of the walk. Uh, it was a good, <laughs> it was a good indicator though of how slick our actual walk was. So I just walked right in his footprints up the side of the actual walk in the snow because the snow was better than anything that had been shoveled previously. Uh, all of our good work. Busting our butts to keep our sidewalks clean. It didn't work out so well because it just refroze and it was even more a uh, sheet of ice. So hopefully everybody out there uh, is being safe. Uh, you know, you don't want to fall. I've known far too many people that fall this time of year, break your wrist. It's a bummer. doesn't matter how old you are, how good or not good your health is. Broken arm's a broken arm. That ain't good. So uh, be careful. Be safe. Uh, ton to get to in today's show. We're going to talk football right off the top because uh, – some pending questions, and that's what happens when the offseason begins. The uh, The transfer market is already hot. Uh, the Montana Grizzlies have already landed a quarterback who formerly played at San Diego State and Georgia Tech, also a wide receiver who played at Washington. And uh, don't look now, but touchdown Tommy. Tommy Malott's got some competition in the quarterback room at Montana State, and I don't mean Tucker Rovick. Nope, he's foregoing his final year of eligibility. He's graduating. He's done playing football at MSU. Who knows what the, the future holds for Casey Bauman, who's been in the program for a couple of years now and hasn't really got a sniff after serving as Montana State's opening day starter against Texas Tech in 2019. But Brett Vegan, entering his second year, pulled the trigger and brought in Sean Chambers, who is a starter for three different seasons at Wyoming. Could never stay healthy, but he is a vegan guy. So added competition to the quarterback room in Bozeman as well. And uh, what does that mean for the Bobcats? Of course, we're less than a week out of the end of the college football season with MSU losing 38-10 to to North Dakota State in the national championship. So why wouldn't we talk a little speculation? So myself, Andrew Houghton, and we'll talk around our way around the Grizz and Bobcat rosters and just some of the, the key spots they're going to have to uh, look for additions, whether that's through current players in the program rising up, accelerated development for some guys that are already Grizz or Bobcats, uh, or as has become so prevalent, in the free agent market, on the transfer wire, in the transfer portal. Also going to talk some hoops. Sat down with Cam Parker today, uh, University of Montana junior point guard. He'll be our Grizz star of the week, so that'll be a fun one. Uh, I talked to him earlier this morning, and uh, it was a good one. It was a great interview. Cam's, Cam's a natural. I mean, he's he's a broadcast journalist major, so uh, I mean, he's he's good at talking on the radio. I think that this is probably in his future. Maybe I don't know about talk radio or whatever, but I won't be surprised if he does something in the media when he's done with uh, – when he's done with hoops, because he's really fun to talk to. He's, he's charismatic, and he's, he's a good guy, a good talker. So we'll hear from Parker. I just sort of about the state of the uh, Grizz season thus far, coming off a loss to Montana State, but uh, the defending league champs, the Southern Utah Thunderbirds in Missoula on Thursday. Uh, so we'll look forward to uh, getting a little scout on them as well from Mr. Parker. It's also Wednesday, so that means it's a wing it Wednesday. Uh, we're going to tag a little hockey. Grizz hockey returns next weekend. So next weekend we'll have somebody, or next week, excuse me, on Wednesday, we'll have somebody in studio from uh, the Grizz hockey team and probably have some tickets for you as well. But most importantly for you, the listener, we have a dozen wings to the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill for one of you. So stay tuned. About 445, we'll be giving away uh, your opportunity to win 12 of the best wings uh, in the city of Missoula. And we'll also tell you about, did you know, that the number five overall pick in the NHL draft last year is a kid from Montana. I didn't know that till today. So we'll talk a little bit about that phenomenon and uh, how the first Montanan ever drafted the NHL uh, came about. And then our number two, a little more football attack, Ty Gregorak, longtime college football coach 
and uh, one of our resident analysts here at ESPN Missoula as well as Skyline Sports. He joined me every week, either on the Big Sky Breakdown podcast or here on Nuanas Now, and sometimes on both. Uh, but he's a guy that coached for the Grizz for 12 years and the Bobcats for three years. But now he's been doing media stuff for the last couple years, and I think that's where at least his immediate future lies. I know he's uh, very satisfied being a dad and and going to all his kids' sporting events and and coaching the the little guy football for his boy Jackson and coaching the uh, or helping helping chauffeur for his uh, daughter's gymnastics team. So it's really fun having him involved, and he'll he'll be a part of our ESPN roundtable. Um, a reminder, so is this official, Andrew? I'll bring you in. I just got the text. He's shaking his head, yes. So I had heard earlier today that Montana's game against Southern Utah on Thursday had been canceled uh, because of COVID issues in the Southern Utah program. But I was asked to not report that until it was, became official. Well, then I got busy this afternoon cutting a bunch of uh, new spots. So is that official? The schools have announced that it's not happening. At least somebody's reported it. Just confirmed on, on Twitter. I think Darren Winberg broke the news sure. first. Okay. And, and yeah, confirmed through a UM spokesperson. Well, I know that I had heard this from Montana, from the University of Montana this morning uh, before I interviewed Cam Parker, but Southern Utah hadn't confirmed it. So this is just a look behind the curtain just how this media stuff works. So because, you know, the sports information director, Nick Allison, he's a good friend of ours and, and uh, a great help to us always during hoop season, I uh, said, hey, uh, it hasn't been confirmed yet. And so uh, Travis Secure, the head coach for Montana, he hasn't told the players yet. So uh, just interview Camp Parker, uh, you know, sort of without that. So we'll get most of this interview is not about the Southern Utah game because I sort of had a feeling that this was coming. But there is a couple things about it. It's still int- interesting, though, because the other main point, which we touched on last week, but we sort of uh, glossed over, uh, didn't really analyze much because there's not much to analyze, honestly. Uh, the Big Sky Conference did approve rescheduling of games that have been postponed. So last year during the first year of this um, opus that has been the navigation of a pandemic with college hoops particularly has been so, so impacted. There's so much travel and so much close contact and all that stuff. But also, I mean, I don't want to go too far down this rabbit hole, but there's also uh, some weaponization going on with with some of these tests and programs and stuff too. I don't want to go too far down that road because that's, Speculatory and can get sort of out in the weeds, but let's just leave it at this. College basketball has been uh, affected by the pandemic and the logistics of the pandemic more than anything. But last year, during Big Sky Conference play, games that were play were not played, were ruled no contest, and no rescheduling was allowed. There was a lot of positive COVID nineteen tests for the Southern Utah men's and women's teams last year. So neither of those teams played the full 20 Big Sky Conference games. In fact, I think both of them, I know for sure the women played the minimum 12 games of what it takes to get into the Big Sky Conference postseason tournament. And the men might have played a couple more, but I know for sure uh, the men did not go on the road to play Montana State last year, so they missed the Bobcats twice. And I know for sure they missed at least one other, if not two other road trips uh, in Big Sky Conference play as well. Uh, So that's all to say, Southern Utah's men's basketball team, COVID-19 issues, therefore, Thursday's game against the University of Montana and Saturday's game against Montana State uh, in Bozeman, both uh, called off. So um, that's sort of the the news as it is in terms of the the men's basketball schedule. But uh, so that's all to say. We'll hear from Cam Parker coming up, and uh, he's a guy that we we talked mostly about just the, the sort of the coalescing of this team and and the year two of sort of this core of Grizz men's basketball players. Um, we'll hear. Also, though, 
um, from Ty Greg Rec, as I mentioned. And, uh, then we were going to give you a little Big Sky Conference hoop stock, and we'll still do that because there is possibility still for the rescheduling of this, but the issue is that the rescheduling now, with the way that the Big Sky has allowed for rescheduling of postponed games, most often can only happen on Mondays, and I believe Southern Utah only has two Mondays left on their schedule, so they're going to have to reschedule these, but then that might eliminate some Mondays for the Montana and Montana State programs. So it gets a little bit confusing, but... I guess the end of the story here is that after two weeks ago when they made this change, Big Sky Conference teams that had their basketball games postponed can reschedule those games if it fits uh, both teams' schedules. It's Nuanas now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. I'm Coulter Nuanas. You want to stream the show? You want to have it on your mobile device? Maybe you're you're leaving the office, going from computer to desktop. You already know then. 1029ESPN.com. Just click on Listen Live. You can stream the, this show or anything on ESPN Radio, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Also, if you want to be a part of the show, you can call us or text us. You're going to want to remember this so you can enter for some wings here in about 35 minutes. 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Our guests will join us via the Rangish Brothers RV phone line, and that's going to be your access point here to get in on our Wing It Wednesday giveaway presented by the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill but also to get in on any of our other giveaways uh, throughout the given week. We're always giving you great stuff around here. Also, if you want to watch the show somewhere besides SWX Montana Television, you just want to watch in, you want to see what the studio is all about. By the way, I'm going to get to uh, this new piece of memorabilia uh, that I got in the studio. Uh, you can always do that on YouTube. Nuana is now. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's been fun to watch that thing grow, but we want to keep keep on growing it because it is certainly a part of the present and the future uh, for all media, media entities, but particularly us uh, here at ESPN Missoula. If you're looking in on uh, TV, you can see us. Uh, I'll move some of this stuff out of the way because I know that uh, it's easier for the camera to kind of see. And what we have here is an autographed picture, gold leaf autograph photo uh, of Emmett Smith, the uh, record-setting Hall of Fame running back for the Dallas Cowboys. And uh, I guess my boss just snared this, our, our fearless leader here at Missoula Broadcasting Company, which is, by the way, proudly locally owned and operated. She, I just put this in my studio and said, tell me tell me about this. And so I, I, I will. I'll, I'll, I'll make sure to get more details on this from uh, the people that I know that, that know a lot about that sort of stuff, including the, the good folks down there at Zootown Sports Cards. Love having them as a part of this show and a proud sponsor uh, of all our running coverage and uh, also bringing you some great rip sessions from time to time. But this, very cool, a uh, gold-leafed autographed uh, painting, I guess, picture, portrait of Emmett Smith. Uh, but it does have a certificate of authenticity. So this is a, a real autograph. It's numbered one out of 500, so certainly one that is relatively rare. So... Uh, definitely works worth some coin. I've been fascinating to watch the sports card industry across the world take off. It's become a global commerce, and uh, that's something that's fascinating to watch. The the fact is that it particularly um, NBA players in the uh, particularly in the country of China and throughout Asia are incredibly popular. That's driven the market so much, which which is just uh, astounding. Speaking of China, by the way. Uh, the Olympics coming up in Beijing. We're less than three weeks away. I guess uh, about three weeks away. It starts uh, three weeks from Friday. So February 4th, the first day of the Winter Olympics from Beijing, China. 
And uh, diplomatic boycotts aside and pandemic aside, here we are, and uh, we're going to have a Winter Olympics. And it's going to be interesting to see how it all uh, goes off, uh, but at least two Montanans uh, in the Olympics, and we're still waiting for a couple more qualifications and a couple more news reports. But uh, as of right now, Maggie Voison uh, from Whitefish is heading to her third Olympics. A great friend of this show, somebody that's come on several times, uh, as well as, as uh, a young man from Whitefish who plays hockey at the University of North Dakota who is uh, already been drafted in the NHL. So we get to that here in just a little while as well. But let's dive into a conversation about college football because there is no rest for the weary this day and age. Even if you make it to the national championship like Montana State just did, boom, you're starting winter conditioning. Probably, I mean, I bet you they gave them a week off and they're probably diving into it. I know school starts next week at the University of Montana, so that means they'll be starting winter conditioning as well. I've heard a lot of rumors and I heard from some pretty good sources that Montana's expected to bring in a whole haul of transfers. Uh, as of right now, just a couple confirmed, but uh, there is, I mean, they only signed 12 during uh, the early signing period. That said, though, the seniors that they lose from this year's roster didn't actually even count towards this year's roster's um, equivalency measures, which, by the way, if you don't understand that, it's something that's important to understand when you follow the the FCS level. Equivalency in the FCS is the 63-85-110 rule. Sometimes it's 105, sometimes it's 110. That number has fluctuated, but it's a three-number rule. And what they indicate is that you have 63 total scholarships at your disposal to use to build your roster. 85 total players can be on scholarship. Because at the FCS level, you can split scholarships. The difference between this is the equivalency is so important in the um, FCS because of the FBS, your only equivalency is the 85 full scholarships, and then you have a roster limit. So there's one less number because you can't split up scholarships. So um, you're always working on fulfilling those numbers. That said, recruiting in the FCS, recruiting at Montana, Montana State are going to be fascinating because the, the guys that were seniors again this year, those guys graduating, those guys moving on, exhausting their eligibility. I believe off the top of my head, Montana State had 16 and Montana had 12. It's not like as if you have 12 now new scholarships or 12 new roster spots or anything like that because those guys weren't counting against you. Both these programs have an inordinate amount of freshmen as well. But because of the changing landscape of college athletics, first of all, uh, you can never sit on your thumbs. You almost always have to be recruiting some form or fashion, whether it's junior college or the FBS transfer portal or from the high school ranks or all the above. And I think pretty much everybody, no matter what spin they're giving it, everybody's recruiting all of the above right now. And so you say, okay, well, if you had 12 seniors leave the program and you added 12 guys in December, if you're the Grizz, I'm talking, and uh, none of those guys leaving opened up any money or any roster spots, then what are you going to do? Well, what you do is you try to, if you do want to hit the portal and you do want to bring in mid-year transfers, you want to get them on campus right now. You want them to be here before winter conditioning so they can be in school for the spring semester. That's more advantageous academically as well as athletically because then you can get them to go through your winter conditioning. They can acclimate with their team, their teammates. They can sweat and grind together. 
And so if you are going to bring in an influx of transfers, whether it's just a couple or a bunch, uh, I think you want to do it right now. And uh, even though uh, there is so many guys coming back because there is such a prevalence of freshmen, I do think both Montana and Montana State will stack uh, recruits if they can. Uh, from every element, I expect these these teams to announce mid-year transfers soon. I also expect them to sign a bunch of guys for the late signing period, and then they'll take that whole brunt of guys, and everybody that's on campus will compete for spots, and then they'll have a whole bunch of guys waiting in the wings ready to take spots over. Nuan is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. So before we talk about the big uh, gains and losses for the, the Grizz and the Bobcats, mostly the, the positions that both these squads will need players to step up. Like, what do you think of this phenomenon, Andrew? We bring in our producer, Andrew Houghton. What do you think of this phenomenon? Because it seems like we could have, at the same time, a giant influx of new players and also a bunch of guys that have been sort of on the team and not haven't broken through yet. They might be on the chopping. I don't want to say the chopping block, but there's going to be a lot of roster movement, and I think there's going to be three or four different waves of renewals for these two teams' rosters. Well, I think it really, it, it's a challenge for the coaching staffs. And more than that, I think it's, it, it shows which coaching staffs have their, have their, uh, have their stuff together, you know? Sure. Because you, you do have all of these different classes coming in from, from different areas, whether they're transfers or Juco guys or guys that you have recruited that have been around for a while or guys that are, have been here for the extra year because of the COVID year. And you just have to sort through all of that stuff. And it's really interesting to see that. You have to make sure that everybody is getting the development attention that they need. But you also have to, you know, have a clear picture in your head and evaluate, you know, which of these guys are going to be able to play and where are the holes on the roster. So for those uh, that missed the news, it's only been lightly reported because there's been so many things going on and also so many paramount things that have overshadowed certain areas of the news. But Lucas Johnson, who's a graduate transfer quarterback from San Diego State by way of Georgia Tech, by the way, if you remember right, Bobby Houck was at San Diego State. I don't think he was ever at SDSU while Lucas Johnson was there, but still connections to that staff in that area. But Lucas Johnson started his career at Georgia Tech, now a grad transferring to Montana from San Diego State. He's a six foot three, 215-pounder, looks decently athletic, uh, so that's at least an addition to the Montana quarterback room. I won't be surprised if they bring in a second transfer as well. And then, of course, Caden Hewitt, a uh, great athlete and a great quarterback from Helena High, joining the Grizz uh, in the fall as well. He signed one of those 12 uh, during the, the early period. And the uh, other transfer so far for the Grizz, Sawyer Rockinelli. I hope I'm saying that right. It's either Rossinelli or Rockinelli, but he's a transfer from uh, UW, from, from Washington. So a couple skill guys uh, on board. And then again, if you missed off the top, Sean Chambers from Wyoming, a guy who started as a freshman, sophomore, and junior, but did not finish any of those seasons. One dozen-plus games, maybe even 14 games at Wyoming uh, during his time as the starter, but could never stay healthy. And when he was knocked out due to injury, lost his starting job uh, two years in a row, he's there's been a sort of an exodus from Wyoming. Xavier Halliday, by the way, the outstanding All-Mountain West running back for Wyoming, who was speculated may land at the Big Sky Conference level. I never really believed that speculation because he's just such a next-level player. He landed at Arizona State today. I think he's an NFL guy, so I'm not surprised he's going to the Power Five 
and uh, not surprised he didn't land the big sky. But Sean Chambers joins Montana State, so that's a conversation to be had. But first, Andrew, let's start with the Grizz because it's obvious to point to uh, their roster losses. I mean, their biggest starters that they lose are Cam Humphrey at quarterback, Sammy Kim at wide receiver, Jace Lewis, uh, captain, and uh, number 37 at linebacker. They also lose a couple uh, sort of overshadowed but pretty solid defensive ends that were the, the two oldest guys on the team in Joe Babros and Justin Belknap. Uh, and then they lose a couple starters along the offensive line. Uh, Dylan Cook, who was pretty good after uh, transferring in from MSU Northern and really emerged as a leader and a captain. Uh, Conlon Beaver, who was a three-and-a-half-year starter at the other tackle spot opposite Cook. Um, and then Moses Mallory, also uh, a senior starter on that Grizz offensive line. What in your mind? What do you think? What, what do you think is is the toughest position to replace, or rather, even is there a position in which Montana needs to upgrade even more, even if they don't lose uh, one of their primary uh, headlining starters? Well, the area that I'm really looking at, and I'm glad you mentioned these two guys, with Babros and, and Justin Belknap leaving, in combination with with Chase Lewis leaving, I'm just curious to see what the pass rush is going to look like next year and. Part of that is just I'm wondering what the linebackers are going to look like next year. You know, I mean, Jace Lewis is a huge loss, uh, but this isn't totally about him. I'm just sort of with with him gone. I mean, you need to replace him. But that group was such a big part of what they did on defense this year because it was a huge part of how they got after quarterbacks. And it's, you know, Patrick O'Connell had one of the great seasons of all time. How does he follow that up? Is he going to be at the same sure, level? Sure, And And how do you replace somebody like Jace Lewis? And now, especially when you're losing the two defensive ends as well, I mean, how how well are they going to be able to get after quarterbacks next year? Yeah, I'm so interested to see uh, how they evolve at that defensive end position. Uh, I think that the linebackers, they'll be absolutely fine because I think that that's something that just defines Bobby Houck's programs they have forever. And, and Ty Gregorak, who will join us here in about – out 35, 40 minutes. He coached linebackers under Coach Hawk from 2003 to 2009 here at Montana and uh, had 40-plus all-big sky linebackers. It was like if you played linebacker Montana, you were an all-league player. Part of that was Coach Ty's great coaching. Part of that was Bobby Houck's uh, just knows for guy, finding those guys. But part of it, too, is just the constant cycle of those type of guys in the state of Montana, Bobby Houck's ability to identify them, empower them, develop them, and then unleash them. And, um, you know, Jace Lewis is a huge loss, no question, but they didn't really miss Dante Olson one bit. He was the Buck Buchanan award winner, you know, so. No doubt. And and they have guys, you know, who have played a lot at that spot, ready to step up and come in and guys that I know they like. I mean, guys like Braxton Hill. I mean, Michael Matthews has been playing a lot. And Marcus Weldnell will will have an elevator role, even though he was, you know, a 90 plus tackle guy, had huge numbers. He'll have an elevator role too. I mean, don't be surprised if Tyler Flink makes his way on the field. He's tough as nails and he's a guy that's really cut his teeth on special teams and, you know, there's always a guy that's waiting in the wings as well. So so we'll see it there. But I think that they'll be just fine at linebacker. To me, though, last offseason for the Grizz, coming into this, I, one of the biggest questions I had was how much could significant talent upgrades in the secondary, particularly in corners and their ability to cover, how could that impact and help the, the scheme for the Grizz evolve? 
Well, it helped tremendously. Uh, the addition of Omar Hicks Anu and the emergence of Corbin Walker and the addition of Justin Ford. That made Montana's secondary really good, and then that made Montana's blitz packages just ferocious sometimes. They just eviscerated people at times when they really got rolling this year, and it was one of the better Grizz defenses statistically and via eye test that I could remember covering, and part of it was because of that upgrade at corner. Well, Montana now, they've gotten – their whole thing since Coach Alcott returned and under Kent Bear, their current defensive coordinator, it's been based on – this zone blitzing, fire zone type scheme. And Joe Babros and Justin Belknap, both pretty similar body types. Not not crazy huge defensive ends, relatively. I mean, 6'3", 245 is a huge guy, but these guys, not necessarily your, your 6'4", 260-pound defensive ends. Plenty of adequate size to play in the Big Sky Conference for sure. But they were more uh, rangy, athletic, quick-twitch guys than they were like super stalwart, physical pass rushing, you know, hold the spot, set the edge. It was more based on on athleticism and skill than it was on, you know, hit you in the face. Well, the next guys up, at least via the, the end of the season depth chart, are guys like Deary Todd, who may be a former Michigan State transfer, who has a little bit more of a D-tackle body type at this type. He's sort of a tweener. I think he's more of a three-tech body type than he is sort of a, a true defensive end, even if it isn't a 3-3-5 scheme. And then Jacob Goring, who actually has the most prototype size, but in this scheme so often, like that D end, he's got to crash in and make a mess and then take a bunch of blocks to, to open up that A-gap blitz or whatever it is Montana might be bringing. So can they figure out a way to isolate McGoring? And also, though, I think that they're absolutely going to target that position in the portal and, and on the transfer wire. So I think that they could definitely and should definitely go out and get one. I think that they'll be fine at, receiver. Sammy Kemp was a great kid, a great guy to cover. Um, but, you know, if, 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 and just, just from a pure humanitarian standpoint, you hope that that if is yes. If Gabe Solcer can come back, they'll be just fine at wide receiver. And even if he can't, they still have a proven guy in Mitch Roberts, a guy who started to prove himself uh, late in the year in Keelan White. They have a proven pass-catching tight end in Cole Grossman, and they just have a stockpile of talent at those spots. So to me, probably the biggest concerns for the Grizz this offseason is probably to find another quarterback to compete with Lucas Johnson as well as the guys in the program, Chris Brown and Robbie Patterson, and then maybe a couple guys to fill in some some depth positions at the least or maybe even starting spots at the most at both defensive end and just along the offensive line. Yeah, I think that's going to be a huge part of it, too. And we've seen them go to the transfer portal to fill out some of those spots on the offensive line before. It's been sort of a pattern with this team and this coaching staff. I think that's another really big one to watch because I would argue, man, that they don't really need depth. They need to come in and find a couple guys who can start right away, given some of the guys that they've lost on the offensive line. For sure. And that's the other speed bump when it comes to Bobby Houck's philosophy. He likes recruiting these tall, long, athletic offensive linemen with good feet, but those guys usually are too skinny and don't have enough mass or strength to play for a couple years. And I know we're entering uh, the the fourth season of Bobby Houck, but they still have some guys that, to me, just physically, I think they can get there, but they need to have big off seasons. So that will be, and, and that's why you bring in transfers because either the transfer pushes that young guy to 
put on the mass and strength that he needs over the next nine months, or if he doesn't, now you got the transfer who's a little bit more experienced who can actually just step in and play. Right, and that says a lot about where this team is, too. I mean, I think this this isn't a team that needs to overhaul the roster. They just need to bring in guys at a couple spots. I mean, I think they think they're close, especially after last year. I think it's hard to argue with the results that they had last year that they're not close to being right at the top of the FCS. That's a team that just needs to polish off the roster, make a couple additions in a couple places, and you can do that through the transfer portal generally instead of hoping for development from your young kids. Nuwana's now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television coming to you from the Northwest Motorsport Studio. Visit Northwest Motorsport online at nwmsrocks.com. For the largest selection of lifted trucks, diesel trucks, and off-road capable SUVs, find amazing winter savings at Northwest Motorsport and take back control of the road with a new rig. Grizz Hoops against Southern Utah Thursday? Canceled. That's okay, though. We still have our Grizz Star of the Week. He's Cam Parker swinging by to tell us all about the coalescing of this team, or at least progress in that area, and what it's like sort of running it back with fans in the stands and being able to hang out with all of us around the city of Missoula. Grizz Star of the Week coming up right after this. Keep it right here. It's ESPN Radio. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. The Winter Olympics are less than a month away, and at least two Montanans will compete for Team USA in Beijing next month. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. For the third time in her illustrious career, Whitefish native Maggie Boyson will have a chance to compete for Olympic gold. Freestyle skier placed third in the women's slope style in the U.S. Grand Prix at the Mammoth Mountain Resort in California over the weekend. That helped her sew up her third Olympic team spot. Despite battling knee injuries in recent years, Boyson's 90 points were the top marked by a U.S. skier behind just Kelly Sidaru of Estonia and Eileen Zhu of China. Boyson isn't the only Whitefish product heading to Beijing. Jake Sanderson, who also hails from the snow sport mecca up in the Flathead Valley, will compete for the United States men's hockey team. After the NHL decided to withdraw from the 2022 Olympic Games, an opportunity of a lifetime opened up for Sanderson, providing the current North Dakota standout and opportunity to play for Team USA. Earlier this year, Sanderson became the first Montanan ever to be selected in the NHL draft, and the Ottawa Senators drafted him number five overall. The Winter Olympics from Beijing begin on February 4th. And finally, after leading her team to an undefeated season and the Class AA State Volleyball Championship, Great Falls CMR senior Tennyson Hiller, the Montana Gatorade Player of the Year. He helped CMR to a 31-0 record by dishing out 911 assists, notching 214 big, racking up 135 kills. This 102.9 ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Aspen Sound. If I don't post and I go ghost, it's gonna be for a reason. Just got my reading and my reasons. I'm booked out the region. Did you recall on me? I'm freezing. No way I'm anemic. Hello, hello to the photo, man. This shit too easy. Y'all gonna chop a brick like Jerome. That's a Lamborghini. I got a different, for different places, different seasons. See, Cam Parker tried to tell me that our uh, target audience wouldn't like this. That's a good, good tune. It's catchy. It's funny. I, I'm 34. I, I, uh, and I pride myself on really trying hard to keep up with all things pop culture. It helps that I have always been fascinated by pop culture and studying pop culture. And uh, my mother particularly loves. Uh, pop culture. She's always watching the Tonight Show she has ever since she was forever and ever, and it's always been a part of my life. But the one thing I have a hard time keeping up with is new age rap music, and it's not because of 
anything besides the prevalence at which it's released. It's crazy. Like, these guys can just drop mixtapes and singles and, and new albums and, and all that. It's just like this blast of new music all the time, and there's so many artists, and, and uh, it's just hard to have enough time to listen to it all unless that is, like, the exclusive type of music that you listen to. And if you've been paying attention here at Nuana's Now, we like all the types of music. So, uh, interesting. But Cam Parker, who'll join us next here on Nuana's Now, it's what you're listening to here on ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. He's a Grizz point guard. Uh, we were just exchanging music ideas, and uh, you'll hear that part. Spoiler alert, but uh, we talked about it. Uh, that song's by Gunna. That's his new album. It's called Too Easy. This was Cam Parker's request. He said this is what the Grizz men's basketball team uh, are jamming to. So I told him his homework, you got to go play some Outcast mid-90s. Teach the young bucks. Show them what it's all about. Well, we're down at Dahlberg Arena. I had to ice skate my way down here. Uh, drive slow, people. This is no joke. I'm from Montana, and I always make fun of people that can't drive in the snow. It's different having snow than it is when you have freezing rain underneath snow. I don't even know what to think of this or how to describe it. So be safe out there. It is Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. We're coming to you on a Wednesday. It's time now for our weekly installment of our Grizz Star of the Week. And we're joined now by Grizz junior point guard Cam Parker. Cam, you're from the West Coast. You're from Portland, so you're kind of used to the rain, but does the Montana winters, just the craziness of it, phase you ever? Uh, well, since I went to prep school in New Hampshire, I'm kind of right. used to the snow now, but I would say, because I didn't have a car in New Hampshire, so driving in this is a lot different, and I kind of get a little nervous when I start sliding, but other than that, I'm all good. I try to have one of my friends drive, because we don't have to go, you know, too far places, but when I have to drive, I, I try to be careful, because I'm not really the expert in the snow. I've heard from so many people that New Hampshire's kind of similar to Montana. Is that true? Yeah, honestly, like, I was talking to my parents about this the other day. Like, I don't know what I think was colder between New Hampshire and Montana, mm. but New Hampshire was actually my first time just being in the cold, like, consistently. So it'd be interesting to see, like, if I went back to New Hampshire, if I thought it would be, like, just as cold as it is here. But uh, I don't know. I, I would say it's some similarities, and it definitely helped me, like, uh, acclimate to being here for sure. Well, it's a great pleasure being sitting here with you, actually talking to you in person. I know that we've been talking about this the last couple of weeks, but it's so good to see you guys and just, you know, actually get to talk to you guys in real life because it was like a year of you coming on the radio via phone and then like a year of us just talking to each other on Zoom. And it was just, it was so bizarre, but it seems like basketball aside that this is just way better for you guys just in terms of like living life as normal college kids right so I mean there was the cool scene after the last home game where we were interviewing Lionel Martin you were able to come photobomb it just like the little things like that where we're actually allowed to be humans around each other it seems like it's much better so do you feel like that's helping the, the team sort of mesh in a non-basketball sense yeah for sure just being able you know to one have the crowd like when you can see a crowd and play in front of a crowd that definitely gets us more hyped and uh, makes us want to win even more games and playing like in an open gym type setting when it's just our team the other team and, the, and then the refs but as well as just you know being able to go out to like do social things like go to you know football events be able to just go out on the weekends uh, with each other and build that team chemistry because we weren't able to do that last year obviously because of COVID so it was a lot of times where we would just go from practice to study hall like we'd have study hall on our computer like on Zoom and then uh, we'd just be in our rooms all day so that that definitely sucked and you know not having not being able to see other students besides just the football players and the basketball players and the women's basketball players is is definitely a plus now 
Camp Parker joined us. Chris Star of the Week presented by Bob Ward Sports and Outdoors. Chris Ben Hoops team coming off a loss at Montana State, but they got Southern Utah coming to town. Sort of a murderer's row right now for Montana, having to play Weber, Idaho State, Eastern Washington, and then the Cats. That's four rivals in a row. And now Southern Utah, last couple of years, become a little bit of rivalry anyways as well. But that's sort of the way it is in the Big Sky Conference, right, Cam? I mean, when you get into league play, you're familiar with everybody, and it seems like everybody, especially if you play at Montana, wants to take their best shot at the Grizz. Yeah, definitely. You know, being at Montana, you know, you see everyone's trying to, you know, you get your best game out of them. Uh, and that's what Coach Travel always tries to tell us, like, uh, you guys got to go hard, like, before the game. Like, you have to get mentally right because every team that plays against you, you know, wants to beat you. You know, this is their big game that's circled. And, you know, there's a lot of banners in here, but, you know, no one on our team uh, has been able to, you know, uh, reach that accomplishment, I guess, which besides uh, Mac and Fred. So everyone kind of needs to feel just as hungry uh, as the teams before have because everyone wants to come in here and beat us. And then when we're on away trips, you know, we get the best away crowds as well. So it's definitely hostile environments, but I think that helps us, uh, you know, when the Big Sky Tournament comes around that we're able to play all the hard teams um, first. Well, every team is hard. It's not an easy game here in, in the Big Sky. So, But I would say more of the top-tier teams at the, at the start for sure. And you get to see what your team's made of, uh, you know, being in a hostile environment. So, As we sit here, I mean, you can see there's 14 Big Sky banners up there. The Grizz have been in the NCAA tournament five times in the last 10 years. Like you mentioned, for this group, it is sort of elusive. So do you guys think about that? I mean, is that a motivating factor? Because I think probably everybody on this team would agree. That's one of the main reasons you come to Montana, right? Yeah, definitely. You know, the crowd and then just winning games and uh, being able to get the best shot at getting the March Madness, you know. Sometimes when we're lackadaisical and um, – in practice or we're not going as hard or we're not as disciplined as we sh- as we should be you know Trav always likes to point to those banners and be like you guys haven't done any of that yet like and that kind of gets us going and refocus like yeah he's right you know like everyone wants to play us everyone gets their best shot at us but some a lot of us don't understand why because we haven't been here for the past couple of years but now with the crowds and you know seeing how everyone hates Montana it's, it's really easy to see uh you know why people want to beat us so bad Take us through Sunday's game in Bozeman, a 66-59 loss for the Grizz against the Bobcats. Really physical game. Uh, it's really back and forth, and basically it's came down in the last two minutes. So from your view, uh, how did it all play out? How, what was uh, Montana State, what they do to come out on the top end? Uh, you know, they, Montana State has a lot of um, good players. You know, uh, Aminu, Muhammad, uh, Bello, and then uh, Bishop, you know, kind of their, their four main guys. So uh, it was definitely hard to, you know, go in there and then get a win. You know, playing at Montana State is definitely difficult, you know, being from the opposite state school. So, uh, you know, they just came out. They made shots. I feel like they wanted it a little more than, than we did. You could kind of see the hunger and the fire, uh, you know, and how excited they were just to win that game. And that kind of goes back to, like, you know, the banner thing. Like, we didn't beat Montana State. We didn't play them last year. Like, we couldn't really, like, feel, like, like the hunger in, in the state and everything like that. So we'll we'll for sure be ready uh, the next time they come around and come here. Uh, but I think that they just wanted it more than us. And I think we just had to, um, you know, tighten a couple things up. And, you know, coming off a loss like that, you see what you need to get better at. You watch film, you know, with the coaches and everything. And then we have a really good team in Southern Utah coming on Thursday. So you can't dwell on it too much, but you got to see what you did wrong and then how you could um, get better for the next game ahead. Chris Star of the Week, Camp Parker, junior point guard for the University of Montana, joining us here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. And on that note, it's something that I always tread around because 
the rivalry game's huge. You don't want to ever say it doesn't matter. It definitely matters. Every game matters. But, you know, in, especially in hoops, you're going to get a rematch against those guys here. But more than anything, you got a game four days later. That's it. You got to get ready for Southern Utah, so you can't let Montana State beat you twice. What's the process like to refocus and sort of get ready? Because easy to forget, Southern Utah's the defending league champs coming to Missoula on Thursday. Yeah, you know, we definitely didn't forget that Southern Utah's kind of put in the same um, position as Eastern Washington for us because we didn't win a game against Eastern Washington right. last year, and we didn't win a game against Southern Utah last year. So, uh, you know, we're more focused, and it's not that hard for the coaches to, you know, keep us going because none of us have beat Southern Utah wearing a Montana jersey yet. So uh, we're really trying to come out and get the win because that, that was kind of a bad start to the um, conference play last year when we lost back-to-back games there so we kind of need or we don't kind of but we definitely need to get them back and uh, you know get back on the right track because having two losses uh, back-to-back is not ideal for us last year against Southern Utah it was fascinating because you guys went to Cedar City and it was during the format when you played the same team two times in a row right. and it was that early conference weekend you know a month before the real conference season starts and I said on the, the radio on this show it was going to be such a fascinating matchup because last year Robbie Beasley and Brandon Whitney and a lot of your guards had never played right. in conference games. And who's who saw Utah got? Well, they got the Russell Westbrook at the Big Sky <laughs> Conference and John Knight. He just goes downhill right at you all day long. I said, that's going to be a tough matchup because those guys, they've never had to handle mm-hmm. a grown man like John Knight. And sure enough, to the rim, to the rim, to the rim. But my question for you, though, how much have you seen those guys grow? Because it seems particularly Brandon Whitney has become a really good uh, on-ball defender. But, I mean, from that moment to now, it seems like both those guys and you guys as a defensive unit as a whole have really grown a lot. Yeah, you know, that just comes with, like, being together and then more practices as well because in COVID, you would have practice for a week, two weeks, and then you'd be off for two weeks. So it's kind of hard to stay consistent, like, with that type of schedule. But, uh, you know, with as far as, like, Robbie and um, Brandon, just having a another year of you know what to expect last year uh, I mean I wouldn't know what to expect uh, obviously coming in as a freshman being in college and as well as it being the COVID year like that's two double whammies kind of at once so um, <clears throat> just them being there for for another year uh, having another like a year of experience and practice and games and stuff like that knowing what to expect and I think that they're doing really well and it's crazy to think that um, they're only sophomores and as far as like you said um, Brandon Whitney's all on ball defense that definitely helps me um, because I get to go against him in practice every day. So it makes the games, I, I don't want to say a lot easier, but it definitely makes them easier because I think he's a uh, top three on-ball defenders in our league. Great Star of the Week presented by Bob Ward, Sports and Outdoors. Last week before he came, so many, so often a lot of the athletes that we interview, when you're in season, you're always practicing, always traveling, so you'll get the chance to listen to the show. We talk all sorts of music on my show, too. What are you guys listening to right now in the locker room? Give us some good give us some good tracks that maybe we can throw down here on Nuanas Now. Uh, I don't know if the target audience is listening. Hey, hey, here's the, here's the thing, though. We're, we're teaching people. One of my co-hosts, Rajim Seabrook, who co-hosts with me on, on Fridays, yeah, he's from the Bronx. He's always bringing the hip-hop and the funk, so we, we, have, a, we have a wide range of, of uh, musical tastes here, so whatever you got, maybe we'll, we'll uh, pick, fit in the mix. Uh, lately, you know, uh, I don't know if you know him, but his name's Gunna, and he just mm-hmm. um, dropped an album, so we've been listening to a lot of that uh, lately, but, you know, Mac, uh, he likes to listen to country stuff, so, sure. so we, try to, we try to listen to a little bit of country uh, in the locker room and try to, you know, 
be more diverse since we are in Montana and you know when we go out to bars you you kind of hear you know more country stuff and go out to bars in the off season not the season I don't, I don't want to get us in trouble but uh, but uh, yeah you definitely you know you hear a wide range of music here so we're not just stuck to you know rap and stuff like that we have a lot of people that listen to a different to different types of styles of music so yeah I, I would say I would say Ghana for sure well one thing I want you to do uh, just to make sure the younger generation knows with Georgia winning the national championship the other night I've been doing nothing but listening to old school Outcast. I think people think of Outcast as like, hey, uh, in the speaker box, love below. You need to put on AT Aliens from '96 in the locker room and listen to that. You guys will love that. I promise you. Uh, all right, that'll be our um, pregame song for Southern Utah. And if we get the win, then we could just uh, contribute it to you. That's right. That's right. Give it up to Big Boy up for sure. Say it's all Outcast. Cam Parker, Chris Star of the Week, presented by Bob Ward Sports and Outdoors. This was fun, man. Appreciate you being here. Yeah, thank you for um, having me. I always appreciate it. Well, I'm talking to Cam. He's a good, good, good dude and uh, fun to hang out with, fun to chat with. And uh, unfortunate, we're not going to get to have him play some outcasts from 25 years ago for those guys because if you haven't heard, Montana's basketball game against Southern Utah on Thursday as well as Southern Utah's scheduled game in Bozeman for Saturday have both been called off, postponed uh, due to COVID-19 in the uh, Southern Utah program. So that's the second year in a row that... COVID has made sure that Southern Utah doesn't play the Bobcats. Last time the Grizz played Southern Utah, as you heard there in that interview, was in early December of last season, that first Big Sky weekend that always precludes the the second half of the non-conference schedule and is always three or four weeks ahead of the opening of conference play. Southern Utah beat Montana by one point two times in a row uh, last year. That sort of set the tone for SUU's run to their first end at this point only Big Sky Conference Men's Basketball Championship. We appreciate Cam Parker, Grizz Point Guard, for being with us, and we'll keep you apprised of all the news of when the Grizz will take the court again and also if uh, they have a rescheduling for that SUU game somewhere down the road. It's Nuanas Now, Grizz Star of the Week, presented by Bob Ward's Sports and Outdoors. I don't care what sports you do outside or uh, if you go outside, chances are you have to go outside sometime in your life. You want to stay warm, Bob Ward, Sports and Outdoors. All sorts of great deals right now, all sorts of great post-holiday deals on all the gear you might need, whether it's hats or coats or gloves. They're always got great stuff all over the store, awesome inventory, great staff to help you out. And they're the proud sponsors of Star of the Week 4 basketball season, where we'll feature men's and women's basketball players from the University of Montana throughout uh, the upcoming basketball season. Did you know that there's a young man from Whitefish who was the number five overall pick in the NHL draft by the Ottawa Senators and also now because of the NHL's decision to opt out of the upcoming Winter Olympics? He's now on the U.S. Olympic team as well. Sweet story. We'll share it with you, and we'll give you some wings courtesy of the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. Keep it right here at CSPN Radio. ESPN Radio. I bet you never.
never heard of a player with no game. Told the truth to get what I want, but shot it with no shame. Take this music dead serious while others entertain. I see they making they paper, so I guess I can't complain. Or can I? I feel they disrespecting the whole thing. Them folks like selling dope to black folks. And We sold Camp Parker. You better go check out some AT Aliens. And uh, I hope they do. Crazy, this album turned 25. This month. This month and this year. One of the great hip-hop albums of all time. Outcast debut album from back in 1996. And uh, who would have thought what they would become as a music group? Uh, their innovation and just how unique they are. Uh, second to none in, in the world of hip-hop, the world of R&B, funk, all that. Uh, they're pretty cool. Pretty sweet band, but... Uh, Pretty sweet group, I should say, but uh, this this album and this song, man, take me way back. Welcome back in, Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. I'm Coulter Nuanas. We're coming to you from the Northwest Motorsport Studio. Go check out Northwest Motorsport here in Missoula, located at the corner of Stevens and Mount. You can also check them out to check out the largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest by visiting nwmsrocks.com. That's nwmsrocks.com. The uh, spring semester starts uh, next week for both Montana and Montana State. So that means Grizz Hockey will return uh, soon, and their next home game is next weekend. So they will have a, a home game next weekend, so we'll have some Grizz Hockey tickets for you. And as always, we're con- going to continue to offer you nothing but the best of times by pairing those Grizz Hockey tickets with a chance to win wings from the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. No hockey tickets this week. We'll have some for you next week, but we do have wings for you. So please, if you want, give us a call. 406-888-1029. That's 406-888-1029. And and, uh, caller number three, we have a dozen wings to the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill for you. And uh, it's a great place. I spent a little time down there watching football. Uh, a lot of times now, my brother's back in town. He lives right up Hillview, so I can just swing by there, watch, you know, half of the morning game, get some wings, hang out, and uh, then head on up the hill, hang out with my brother, his nephews. Well, speaking of hockey, this is cool. We've been sort of following the career of Jake Sanderson. He's been featured on our Treasure State Stars from time to time, and, and we also talk about him on our prep extra, and, and now he is at the University of North Dakota. He's a whitefish native, but this kid is having an outstanding, outstanding hockey career so far. Earlier this year, if you've been following along, the NHL decided to withdraw from the 2022 Olympic Games in Beijing, which start in a little less than uh, a month, and that opened up the opportunity of a lifetime for guys like Jake Sanderson from Whitefish. Also, Michigan's Owen Power and Maddie Beneers, a couple of the other top players in the country, they also uh, have been invited to play on Team USA. Anaheim's Troy Terry, Minnesota's Jordan Greenway, Seattle's Ryan Donatu. Uh, they all skated for uh, the U.S. in the Pyeongchang game, so this isn't unprecedented, but um, pretty cool that these college guys, in place of the NHL guys that maybe aren't going to participate on Team USA, uh, they are going to be able to participate. And so pretty cool for Jake Sanderson, who's currently – of the University of North Dakota, but originally hails from Whitefish. Oh, by the way, he was taken with the fifth pick in the 2020 draft. <laughs> uh, and that's NHL draft for those counting at home uh, by the Ottawa Senators. So um, pretty darn cool for a kid from Whitefish, Montana. And also, as I mentioned off the top, but worth uh, mentioning again, Maggie Voison, also who hails from Whitefish, 
uh, awesome freestyle skier. She took third at the U.S. Grand Prix in Mammoth, California over the weekend, and that was the highest U.S. finish, and that helps punch her ticket to the Olympics for the third time. So really cool for her. Um, really happy for Maggie. You know, she's she's joined us here on this show uh, several different times, and I, I played golf with her as part of our Tee It Up series, which we're hoping to bring back again this summer, which is always fun, where we play golf with some of the uh, prominent sports figures from around Montana. So we got to know Maggie, spent some time with her. And it's fascinating hearing her stories. I mean, she was in the Olympics when she was just a teenager when they were in Russia. And so, so just some of those behind-the-scenes stories in them uh, in themselves were, were interesting. But she also suffered a terrible knee injury. Uh, a couple. It's probably been a couple years now, but she's back from that. So very cool for her. Three Olympics is hard to do no matter what sport you do, especially an extreme sport like skiing where – Injuries are so prevalent, and the fact that she suffered serious injuries before in her career, yet here she is uh, going to another Olympics, uh, pretty darn cool. So uh, pretty amazing that a town like Whitefish, Montana, it's a Class A town here in the Treasure State, not one but two Olympians, so pretty awesome. Olympics start February 4th. We'll have full coverage for those two athletes, plus all the athletes from Team USA and across all the sports here uh, on Nuanas Now on ESPN Radio. Hour one of the books, hour two coming at you. Ty Gregorak, longtime college football coach and resident Big Sky Conference insider, will join us next here to recap all things college football from Georgia toppling Alabama to nobody comparing to NDSU, particularly not Montana State over the weekend, to what the future is for both the Grizz and the Bobcats. Ty Gregorak will join us next on the ESPN Roundtable. Keep it right here, 102.9 ESPN Missoula. All sorts of people give you betting advice, like what lines you should pick, what teams you should pick in certain games. But I think a lot of people out there, especially in the state of Montana, they want more like lessons on how to gamble. What does it mean to be a seven-point favorite? What is an over-under? What is the spread? How do you tease? What's juice? We talk all sorts of that sort of thing on Nuanas Now on ESPN Radio. And you can always learn by trying as well as by listening. Sports Bet Montana, one of the presenting sponsors of Nuana is now particularly a presenting sponsor of this podcast. Appreciate Sports Bet Montana for being a part of our growth here at ESPN Radio and on Nuana is now. Sports Bet Montana has sports betting kiosks across the state, all your favorite watering holes and other establishments. Sports Bet Montana also has every place that has a Sports Bet Montana kiosk listed on their website. You can download the Sportsbet Montana app, then you just have to be in proximity to one of the betting machines, or you can just head down to one of your favorite places in and around Missoula and all around the state of Montana and place some wagers. It's very fun. They have both pregame and in-game betting. It's a good way to be a part of the game. They also have a lot of professional and college sports. The NFL playoffs are coming up. So if you want to learn more about sports gambling, listen in to Nuanas now, 4 to 6 p.m. each and every weekday. Or just go get a try. Sports Bet Montana kiosks, all locations available on the Sports Bet Montana website. Sports Bet Montana, proud presenter of the Nuanas Now podcast. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia. When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 